Uh, let's pray. Lord, we have so much on our hearts and on our minds as we come here. But please, please bless the words that we, that we speak and that we think of here and help them to have an impact on our lives and improve our lives a little bit. Um, so, Mr. Rogers. What do you think of when you think of Mr. Rogers? Red sweater, the train, the fish, beautiful day in the neighborhood, the sneakers. Do you know that uh, one of Mr. Rogers' sweaters is actually in the Smithsonian? Maybe some of you did, maybe some of you did. I don't know. But before I dive into what I've been told is, quote, the infamous Mr. Rogers sermon, I'd like to share with you a few interesting and fun facts that you may or may not know about Mr. Rogers. So, do you know VCRs are legal because of Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers, believe it or not, had a hand making VCRs a thing. Not that we use them anymore, but that's a different story. But there's this, I actually just found this out today, a completely unrelated thing that I saw on Reddit, of course. But anyway, um, basically Mr. Rogers gave this, like, he was called as a witness for a case that is called the Betamax case, which is a, um, for those of you who don't know, is a poorly thought out of an ineffective version of a VCR that came before a VCR and everyone realized it sucked and bought a VCR. Um, basically, they were getting sued by the company that owned, I believe, was Sony. So official names like Sony v. Walt Disney and what's another, what's another studio? MGM? Yeah, 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 all of them um, were suing Sony for uh, creating the Betamax because they didn't think that you should be able to play movies in your own home because they don't get money from it since it's not on TV after you buy it. And Mr. Rogers gave us impassioned plea about how he, uh, he wants everyone to watch his show because it makes people better. And it swayed the judge a little bit, I guess. It went all the way to Supreme Court, by the way. Betamax case, check it out. But, do you know Mr. Rogers is also one of the reasons PBS is still a thing? There's an absolutely fabulous video on YouTube, of Mr. Rogers testifying before whatever Senate committee it is that does stuff for PBS. Um, so it was, uh, I believe, late 70s. The CBS, or PBS was kind of new, and there was some debate as to whether it was effective, whether it should get rid of it. And people who were senators in the 70s didn't watch Mr. Rogers on TV. So they were like, who is this guy? And he uh, gave such a great testimony that the chairman cried in the middle of a hearing and gave him the money to keep on, keep it on, PBS. Highly recommend you guys check it out. It's a very, very, very moving testimony. Slightly off the cuff, but really makes you feel like you're part of Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Um, and, and another feel-good one is... Um, video that you guys should watch is um, Mr. Rogers accepting his Lifetime Achievement Award from the Grammys, or uh, the Emmys, I mean. 
So it's, you know, all these movie stars all dolled up to look pretty on TV. And Mr. Rogers, and he gave such a stirring or acceptance speech that all these movie stars started crying, which, to be fair, may not have been that big of a deal for these movie stars, but incredibly moving. It was presented to him by somebody who had been on his show some 34, 35 years before, a disabled uh, man from, I believe, Pennsylvania somewhere. And Mr. Rogers recognized him instantly. Didn't know he was going to be presented by this guy. It's incredibly moving. I highly recommend you check that out. Uh, some other cool fun facts is that Mr. Rogers was also an ordained minister, Presbyterian minister in Pittsburgh. He's from Pittsburgh originally. That's where he recorded um, most of the shows. Also somewhere in Canada, I believe they've recorded a few. But here's a cool, uh, apparently there's a conspiracy theory about Mr. Rogers that uh, he was one of the deadliest snipers in the Korean War. <laughs> then uh, the conspiracy theories will tell you that he has, you know, so many, like 125 confirmed kills, yada, yada. Mr. Rogers never served in the military. But there's a conspiracy theory that he did. So those are just some fun facts. Highly recommend you guys to check out those videos. Very moving. But the most important thing, or Maybe it's not the most important, but the thing I most associate with Mr. Rogers is being his neighbor. Whenever you watch the show, he really made you feel like he was a neighbor. No matter what, how old you were, what your background was, um, Mr. Rogers once received a letter from a uh, young blind girl asking about his fish because she... Um, Obviously, didn't watch the show, but she listened to it. And he hadn't talked about his fish in a while. But he had been feeding them, of course, because it's Mr. Rogers. He's not going to kill his fish. But he, so from then on, he made it a point in every show to say, feeding the fish. Such a small amount of effort by him. It's so impactful. But to how many people was that impactful? A lot? Probably not, the grand scheme of things. There's probably millions of people who have viewed Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. But how many of them truly depended on him saying, feeding the fish? Our Bible verse tonight talks about having someone beside you. Uh, the version I looked up uh, actually had slightly different and said that, um, said that uh, two is better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either fall that falls down, one can help the other. But if they fall down and no one to help, or up, woe or pity upon those who fall down with no one to help them. Who helps you? A friend? Neighbor, perhaps? What does it mean to be a neighbor? Before any of you answer this question mentally, I would advise you to look at the picture on the front of your bulletin. Just for a second. So, now I ask you again. What does it mean to be a neighbor? Are you a good neighbor? Who are you a neighbor to? The people who live next to you? 
Okay. Do you help them out? Do you say, you know, oh, hey, I noticed the delivery guy left your package and it was raining, so I have it for you. Let me know when you're around. I'll give it to you. You do something like that? Not silly. Something you just want to do unilaterally to your neighbor. Say, hey, I stole your package. Let me know if you want it back. May not want may not want to do that, but you guys get the idea, I think. You're all smart people. So what does it mean to be a neighbor? I advise us also to look back at Mr. Rogers, what one of the things he had to say. After every Mr. Rogers was well known for updating his show as time went on. You know, he he filmed a special for the Persian Gulf War for target for military families that whose parents had been deployed all of a sudden. That came useful later on, unfortunately, but anyway. But one of the things he was fond of saying is people would write him after every time, you know, whoa, this terrible disaster happened. What should we do? And every time they got the same response. Look for the helpers. Look for the helpers. Which coincidentally is exactly the same thing Jimmy Carter said in an op-ed he wrote on CNN like two days ago. Uh, just semi-unrelated, but also related. But anyway, sometimes it's hard to help, isn't it? Tons of reasons why. Oh, I don't have the money. I don't know how. I don't want to. I don't feel like I can. So how do we help? Because we are called and commanded to help. We are commanded to love thy neighbor, to do good, or to do good on this earth, to be unto others what we should be unto them. John Wesley wrote a prayer that I'm com- going to completely butcher, but um, I actually just found this out a couple days ago, but uh, it's basically do all the good you can to everyone as often as you can, but because it's John Wesley, it's like four or five times as long. <laughs> um, but how do we do that? Be the person you want people to be for you. What do you need in your life right now? Because the world doesn't owe you anything. You need to step up, step into this void because there's somebody else who needs the exact same thing. And it's probably somebody you know. And probably somebody you're friends with. Does that make it easy? Maybe, maybe not, depending on what it is. But just think about it. How can you make an impact? It doesn't have to be big. It could just be in your demeanor, maybe. Not telling you to go sell all your possessions. But if you want to support people, or you want people to support you, you need to be, able, you need to be ready and able to support them. Not 24-7, usually, unless they're your kid, I guess. But 
Be ready and willing. Because why should other people be ready and willing for you if you aren't ready and willing for them? Think about the role models in your life. Why are they your role models? How can you be more like them? How can you be better than them? Something we don't think about a lot. Or maybe you do. I don't. Maybe Mr. Rogers is your middle role model. Because he loved us. Every one of us who watched the show. Even if you didn't watch the show. Without exception. No questions asked. Didn't matter where. Didn't matter when. Mr. You knew that Mr. Rogers cared about you. He spoke to you from the show. Won't you be my neighbor? Because if you want people to be there for you, you want people to be your neighbors, you need to be their neighbor. You need to be, you need to be there for them if you want people to be there for you. So, won't you be my neighbor? Please.